It's gonna be. It's a little tricky, though. You could fuck it up. So there's still an element of danger. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. Well, we have here some sparkling wine for our mimosas. Yeah. Happy fiftieth. Happy fiftieth. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. This is actually the fiftieth episode. We knew we'd get here. Yeah. I mean, I think we're gonna look back on this and how quaint. Yeah, that's what I mean. Remember when we were like, wow, 10 episodes. Yeah, 10 was like a big deal. I think from here to 100 is going to go in a blink of, you think blink so? of an eye. Yeah, we'll I be, think so. Yeah, I mean, we might be up to season six by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering, considering there's no rules there's as no to rules. how many episodes are in every... Season one is like 40 fucking episodes. Yeah, <laughs> season two, let's stop at 10. I think we should season stop at, three. Well, that would be now. Yeah, maybe. Season two would be no. Then we got to do a new song. Oh yeah, we don't have time for that shit. <laughs> busy, busy people. We have at least two more weeks of madness before we can start planning our lives. Yeah, any, anything new. We're just surviving for two weeks. That's fine. Two yeah. more weeks. All right, episode fifty. Da, 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 da. Let's get this yeah. on. Thank you. Woo! That's good. a good sound. All right, champagne. You want to do it? Yep, I'll do it. An orange. A little mimosa action. Oh, I am so excited. It feels like we're actually having a party. Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole little... All right, anyway. <laughs> Wait, let's do this properly, dude. 50. It feels like a big deal. Yeah, 50 is a big deal. It's our Diamond ju- Jubilee. Diamond ju- Jubilee. Is that? That's no, right, it's isn't gold. it? It's gold. 50 yeah, is gold. Why was um, the Queen's called Diamond Jubilee? Is that... I mean, that was 60. Was that... Yeah. Okay, well, that's our gold... Gold boobly. Gold boobly. A gold boobly. And we're drinking again. Yep. <laughs> As usual. Kahlua, Bailey's, and rum. Oh, different. Mixing it up. Is that sarcastic? No. Yeah. I love it. All right. How do we make holiday sauce? All right. Sauce? Let's do it. We're going to make holiday sauce. Why are we making holiday sauce? Because we are having eggs benedict. Yes, we for are. For our 50th anniversary. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yes, we, we are. are. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We are. <laughs> yes, we are. I'm just gonna be the cool guy in the back. Do it in a Boston accent. I don't know if I can do that. Because I feel like this is very Bostonian. Eggs and hollandaise? Like that's not it. Eggs Benedicts. Sure. Is that? Is that? I think this is what they eat all the time in Boston. 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 I can do it if I hear a little string of it. Right, right, right. But I can't. I, I don't have that one in my quiver. I'm on that chicken cups today. For those of you just tuning in, we're going to do a thing. I'm trying to make like a theme. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so we got these two copper mugs. I'm going to put a thing under one of the mugs. A secret cool thing. I'm going to mix them up. And then Joe's going to look at the mug that ends up in front of her. And she's going to um, either have the thing or not have the thing. Um, in either case, she wants to trick me. Yeah, so why is it so complicated? I know. Every time we have to explain this I felt this like thing, I was like, like nailing so it for the first You were doing first, really well. Right? And then I just fell apart. Yeah, it's How? a hard game to explain. I don't think that it is, though. <laughs> I think we're just idiots. Look, you, I that have the, I have the thing. It's very likely. I put a thing under the cup. The, oh, the goal of the game is that you want to get the thing, okay? Mm. So when Joe looks under her cup, she either has it or doesn't. If she had it, well, then she'd want to keep that cup. If she doesn't have it, she'd want me to switch cups. Mm. So I want to trick Brian either way. Yeah. About the nature of the thing under my cup. Yeah, whether or not she has it or not. Correct. Yeah. There we go. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've been Sugar Facts, and there's and probably better things you could be doing with your time. You know what? To be Any quite other honest. podcast. But <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a list on the website. Um, we'll of- direct you some good shit, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been listening to some good shit. Yeah, you don't have to listen to this. If anything, why are you why? It is a bit weird if you actually are listening to this. I feel like you need to take a good long look at yourself. Yeah, right. If you're still here. After fifty of these. What's going on for you in your life? I mean, I'd say we could talk about it, but we don't want to. No. God, I don't think we want to be around like a trained medical professional. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. 
All right, I'm going to put the thing under the thing. I'm going to close Those my eyes. Close eye. I brought it from my home. Oh, good job. Yeah, it's a house thing. All right, again, I forgot to bring a thing for you guys. Okay. Uh, what do I do? I mix it up. I mix it up. Oh, you mix it up. Wait, hold on a second. God damn it. Oh, this is good because now I don't know where it is. Great. You mix it up. Turn it around. Turn my body around? Yeah. Turn it around? <laughs> it, your body. Okay. okay. Wait, I haven't looked yet. All right, yeah. Let's look okay. under your cup, though. Yeah, I know. I don't mix them up again, right? No. I, I always forget that part. No, I've already seen what's under my cup. Yeah? Did, what, let me, let me just, I'll just ask you, was there something under your cup? Yes. There was? Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you describe it? Um, I'm glad you finally brought something where I actually want it. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. hmm. Why would you say that, I wonder? Well, because the last few weeks, it's always been such like a random thing under the cup. It's like, yeah, do I want it? I mean, mm -hmm. I guess one week you got toothpaste, which... That's useful. We both of us wanted that thing. Yeah. I, and I, I remember I won that one? Mm -hmm. That was me. Yeah. I was the winner of that one. It was one of the three that you won. <laughs> <laughs> I forget the ones that I've won because there's so many of them. Yeah, you've lost track. Yeah. Okay, so you you're you're pretty happy with the yeah, arrangement yeah. as the, as it stands now. Yeah. I if I were to just accept this and lift my cup, haha, -ha, jokes on me. You'd get the thing. Correct. Okay. What are you worried that by telling me that that I would just switch the cups? Aren't you worried I'm, that I'm ready to take the risk? Because you don't think I believe you. I think you want me to have it. I don't think you want oh, it. Oh, really? You don't want it. You've brought this for me. Is that a thing that I would not like, you think? Mm-hmm. It's weird, though, because I brought it from my house. Yeah, but you've kind of done a little bit of double trickery on me here, where you want me to think that you also want it. But seeing it, I know, actually, this is really just for me. Okay, I'm utterly baffled now. You've done a great job. <laughs> Uh, this is going to really come down to just dumb luck, I think, at the end of the night. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> anyway, let's just set these aside. Whatever I thought was going to happen there with my sense of fucking, you know, powers is you not going to happen. I have no idea. That's weird. All right, how do I make hollandaise sauce? Yeah, let's do that. Now we're going to make hollandaise sauce because we're having yeah, eggs benedict. Yeah, we're having eggs benedict. I'm so Straight out of Boston. But basically, Bostonians. All right. Here we go. Hollandaise sauce blender style. Okay. I'll get the blender. First thing you're going to need to do is melt butter. Okay. Can you do that? Yeah. We can use it over the stove. Okay. How much butter? Well, 10 tablespoons. <laughs> right. Which is such a fucking shitty measurement. We don't have tablespoons. We don't have here. tablespoons. How are you even supposed to get a tablespoon of butter? <sighs> on a tablespoon? You know, butter on anyway. And again, it's not like you <clears throat> brought the gram measuring thing. No, but I actually know what, what I'm doing. Well, what I would do is I'd take that giant block of butter. Yeah. I would cut it into four equally long pieces. Sure. I can do that. And then I guess I would just take one of those logs. You reckon? That sounds yeah. like something you full on have made up. No, because a tablespoon is about 15... Grams. Well, this has the little measurements for 50 gram sections. Does it? So if you want me to put 15 grams in, that's less than one of these sections. No, that's one tablespoon. You're doing 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wouldn't that be so the I whole stick? So I want 150. That's you said 15 grams for one tablespoon. Right. But this is like, what does that mean? Like, so from here yeah. back is 150? Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to cut it this way no, and, then, and then in half. Why would I do that when I already have... <laughs> So 150 grams of butter, correct? I mean, correct? yes. Here's the thing. Boil more than you need. Why? Can, well, because then we can, if, if we, can, we can throw it away if we don't need it. Okay, I'm going to do 200. That's too much. Because <sighs> okay. I actually think 150 is too much. Okay. I think whoever so wrote this recipe is slightly nuts. American, probably. Definitely American. Sorry, is that some more of my garden variety racism? No, I mean, I feel like because Americans are just number one, so we're getting attacked a lot of <laughs> jealousy, envy of the rest of the world because they're not American. <laughs> so many people believe that. That's terrifying. 
Okay, now here's the thing. Yummy butter. I do love butter. Do you want to eat some? <laughs> yes, I do. I want to eat some. Thanks. Yum. Mm. God, I don't, you know what I don't eat enough? Butter. butter. Just raw butter. Isn't that great? Oh, it's so good. It's the best thing. Imagine. If that was healthy, I know. <laughs> it's 3.30 in the afternoon, Southern California. It's hot outside. You're walking home from school, waving all your friends, getting right home from their parents. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? I'm not even jealous. I'm not even jealous because I'm going to enjoy life? my walk. I'm going to enjoy the walk. You know what? I'm taking life at foot pace. You guys are in your little cars. Life is whizzing by you. And then you get home. You take the key from under the mat. Make sure that none of the other neighbors are watching because it's actually illegal for a child that young to be left alone. <laughs> How old were you again? That was like seven or eight years old. Oh, God. And then you go in and uh, turn on some cartoons. Open that fridge. Yeah, there's an apple. Yeah, there's some, you know... String cheese, but you go straight for the butter. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time I think about it. It also just explains so much about how you are the way you are. Like, you are just... What the hell does that mean? You're just like this independent Brian against the world kind of guy, and it's because you fucking grew up just watching cartoons and eating butter by yourself and loving it, no doubt loving it. Is this mine? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Don't let it boil. Oh, well, yeah, I'm melting it. Yeah, but don't let it boil. Because <clears throat> you still want the moisture in there. Ooh, you don't want it to steam away. For a while. Can I have a gander? Yeah, come on. Let me look here. Yeah, turn that heat down or just take it off the heat. Just let it, just let it, yeah, don't let it boil, man. Moisture, moisture, moisture. Here's the thing, you didn't tell me that. I know, I, I, that's sidetracked. Welcome down memory lane. Welcome down memory lane. Okay, uh, while that's melting, what you can do is you can get a little bowl and give me three egg yolks only. Okay. You can save the whites for hair care products, whatever. Is that a thing? I think so, actually. I laughed, but yeah, I think you can do that. Yeah. Three. I did that one time. I told you about the time that I put egg in my hair. Yeah, it didn't work out right, right? It, like, cooked? Yeah, because I had a hot shower. <laughs> Scrambled eggs in just your hair? Just had, e like, literally smelt like egg That's for so funny. For weeks. Jesus. Well, probably at least one week. Yeah. Three egg yolks. Three egg yolks, please. Make more noise. Don't worry, I'll do all the fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's that butter looking? Melted. Melted oh, butter. That's so good. Fantastic. Okay. Um, now you want to blend your egg yolk, lemon juice, salt. Oh, was that salt? Is that salted butter, by the way? Salted. Okay. You got you got the blender, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, dump the egg yolks in the blender. Ew. That was disgusting. That was such a gross <laughs> such a plop. <laughs> Mm, and then we're going to be eating that. Yum. Soon. Thank you. Egg uh, sperm. <laughs> God. I mean, chicken okay. sperm. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, my oh God. My you could have just ruined the entire dish. Um, a tablespoon of lime juice. Cool. So there's some more measurements that we do. 15 grams. Okay. You happy? Just get your scale and pour some lemon juice on the scale until it registers 15. Just about had it with your attitude. You know, for once, you know. for once we're yeah, cooking yeah. and you're the one with a bad attitude. Are I have a bad attitude. I'm going to do two teaspoons. Where's our knife gone? I'm going to do two teaspoons because I reckon that's about a tablespoon. We don't have a teaspoon though. What are these little spoons? I put four of those in personally. I like a little, don't you like a little lemony hollandaise? Yeah. yeah. I don't. Sure. This hey. is the thing. Hey. Yeah. We've had. Hey. <laughs> Such an annoying sound. <laughs> it hey. really is. Hey, hey, It's fine. <laughs> That's two tablespoons. Keep in mind there's plenty of lime dripping on outside the spoon into it. That's three tablespoons. Okay. Well, the beauty of this is we can add more if we need to. 
right. So that's why I would have said. There's only one real tricky part. That's the emulsification process. That does sound tricky. Yeah, that's about to happen. Okay. So that right now is just egg and lime. That's right. Blend that, just that, until it starts to become light in color. I mean, is it lighter than it was? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay. I'm sure it's fine. Here is the tricky part. All right, now put that back on, the, the thing, but yep. you, you want it at the lowest setting. Okay. Okay, you want, you want that blender on the lowest setting, and then you want to very slowly drizzle your butter into it. Okay. That seems way too high. Your lowest setting. That's the lowest setting? Yeah. Okay, now, I, I'm, like, really, this is really important. Like, just as slow as you possibly can. And even give it, like, you know, like back off a little. Like, like drizzle a tiny bit in, back off, give it a minute, sort of do its thing. What's the science of doing it that way? Because you don't want it to separate. You want it to emulsify. You want the fats to, to like, chemically adhere to the lime and egg. You can only do that by doing it slowly? Yeah. If you just dump it all in there, it will just be more work. Paint my ass. I know. It'll be worth it. How does it, it feel? Really I mean, nice. how's it looking? Yeah, fine. Yeah, so just do that for the next 20 minutes. Splash it out. Splash it all over my fucking face. Is it? I want to color it. I think I need help here. I need a second pair of hands. Really? Yeah. All right. Cause like. Brian to the rescue oh, again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here we go. Fixing the mess that you made. Well, I need you to sort of hold the pulse. Yeah, you. Hold the pulse. How the hell did we do that? Oh my god, I've never seen this before. Isn't that amazing? This is fucking cool. It's all about the drizzle. <laughs> no, you helped. You pressed oh, the button. I you do. pressed the button. I you, if I asked you to just be an extra pair of hands, you'd take <laughs> all the credit. All the credit. I think salt in that. You don't put too much. I did what I did. <laughs> all right. What's done is done. Low, low speed, low speed, low speed. So creamy and delicious. Isn't that amazing? It's gonna be so good. Look at that. I'd say let's open a restaurant. Perfect, right? I love that. How are you doing this? Oh, you've got it on the pan with the butter. Smart. Yeah. Clever. I think that'll make it be delicious. Now here's the thing, though, is I'm the only one benefiting from this. What? Well, because when you get to your bit of bread, all the butter will be on my bit of bread. That's why I picked up this bit yeah, of butter. Oh. Check it out. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's right. right. You, want more? you want more toast than that? No, it's no, no. It's just no. starting to smoke. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I don't want it to burn. Literally starting to look like it's on fire. That's the thing I think it's not a good sauce, Ben. Well, it's also that you have it on, like, super high Oh, heat. yeah, I always do that. Well, because I want it to be done fast. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I always do that. Yeah. And I always, every time I do it, I'm like, nah, got to remember not to do that. That's next. how I cook. What are you talking about? That's, I always do that. There's nothing wrong. What are you talking about? Shh. 
Well, look, if yours turns out to be a bit charred, let's, we can do half-half. No, okay, don't worry. I don't want you to eat charred bread. It's going to ruin, it'll ruin my meal. That's fine. Come on, let's do half-half. It's toasted. Let's do half-half. That's literally just This is beautiful, and that is a travesty. I'm going to be covering it with... Actually, it's not that bad. Food. It's fine. If anything, mine is underdone now that I think about oh. it. <laughs> Now, how are you going to do the asparagus? I'm, I'm very curious about how you deal with asparagus. Because we all, we all have our own way of dealing with asparagus. Didn't know that was a thing. Yep. You can tell a lot by a person. Well. By how they deal with asparagus. You're not going to be surprised by how I deal with asparagus. Yep. Throwing it. <laughs> throwing it around the bar. Is this mine or yours? Yours. I, I feel like that. That's mine. No way. Really? Mm-hmm. Do we sell more champagne? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, cheers. This is, this is worth it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I was this waiting for that. I was waiting. <laughs> Three, two, one, and... And she took it. She <laughs> took it like a Rottweiler. <laughs> this is worth it. This is worth all the pain and suffering of the last year. <laughs> Pretending that I'm into this. What is it about this particular dish? It's so good. Mm. It's all the individual parts there. They taste good. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you combine them, naturally. It's like all the good parts taste good together. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's why it tastes so good. Mm. Yeah, these, these eggs are, you nailed it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about coincidi. Yes, please. Okay. Are you a big fan of... That coincidence? Kind of yeah. Um, I mean, do you get that feeling I don't of think like I pay spookiness? Attention. Do you ever have? Any, like, I definitely get like deja vu. I wouldn't say yeah. I have a lot of coincidence. Well, I was gonna, that was my going to be my next question. Oh. What's the biggest coincidence you've ever had in your life? I don't even know if I can think of one. Really? I should have prepared this. I knew this was the topic for the. <laughs> I knew this was the topic for the episode. Yeah, you know, you know, that's how we no, do. I it. think it's. I think I more tend to think of like. Wow, isn't it crazy that we met when we met? Yeah. Like, I think of things that, like, happened in my life. Everything had to happen exactly how That's true. they happened for me to be living here and happy with my life right That's now. That's true. Yeah. If I, if I had moved here five years earlier than I had moved here, mm. wouldn't have been the same. If I moved here five years later than I moved here, wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. So the fact that I love my life and have cool friends <clears> – <throat> That, I'm not crying. That's peanut in my throat. Mm. But those aren't. That's not really what a coincidence is, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, not really. No. Thanks for wasting our time there, Joe. All right, here we go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we are doing a doing episode. Sorry. Coincidences. Okay. Do you know about all the crazy uh, coincidences between Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy? It came up in my research, mm -hmm. but I didn't delve into it at all. All right. Well, first, this is what I'd like to do. I'm so gonna, who was Abraham Lincoln? He, he had a big, big old top hat. He had a big oh, top hat. Oh, that's why he's famous. Also, he signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, he didn't. Liberated he didn't, the Slavs. He didn't write the Declaration <coughs> of Independence. No, that was before his time. Oh, okay. Lincoln was the guy who freed the slaves. Didn't he have slaves? Lincoln did not have slaves. No. Oh, isn't there some some famous Emancipation president that had slaves? I mean, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, oh. all those, Benjamin Franklin, they all had slaves. The founders of the country had slaves. Mm. Lincoln was the president during the Civil War. Lincoln was the guy that got shot in the head in the theater. Oh, and survived. No one died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got it. Okay, well, you're going to learn a bit more about Lincoln. You know what? Not an American. Who the fuck? I'm not saying anything. You don't know who Abraham Lincoln is. One of, arguably one of the most important politicians of the 19th century. Neither hat. Didn't know why it was famous. I mean, I knew it was like Big for a thing. I thought it was the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That was Thomas Jefferson. But he was one of them. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln. But you know who John F. Kennedy is. Mm -hmm. He was also killed. Definitely know that. Okay. Check because, out, because he liked black people. Because he super, super loved black people. I'm just going to keep just drooling all over myself. Cool. You don't mind, right? You do. 
All right, so here's a bunch of crazy coincidences between these two people. And then when I'm done with it, and after your mind has stopped being blown, we'll get into it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. Long time ago. John F. Kennedy was elected to Congress in 1946. Wow. 100 years exactly later. Exactly 100 years later. Oh, my crazy. We just started. We just started. Abraham Lincoln was elected president in 1860. Mm -hmm. John F. Kennedy was elected president 1960. in 1960. Exactly. 100 that, years Now we're getting apart. into some weird territory. The yep. names Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Okay. Yeah. Lincoln one of the seven. Kennedy one of the seven. Yeah. But I mean, Abraham and John don't have the same number of letters. ruin the story. Okay. <laughs> Both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Cool. Both wives lost their children while living in the White House. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Both presidents were shot on a Friday. Yeah, one in seven chance. <laughs> Both were shot in the head. How many presidents have been assassinated? I think three. Who was the Three successful. McKinley was killed. What was McKinley's deal? He was killed by an anarchist. Um, I'm not sure why. Okay. It's crazy anarchist. <laughs> it's like killing. Um, both were assassinated by Southerners. Okay, it says more about Southerners than... Link, oh, check this shit out. Yeah. Okay, because you, you don't seem sufficiently blown not, away yet. Yeah. Your mind is still in your head. Yep. Lincoln's secretary, Kennedy, warned him not to go to the theater. Because Lincoln, you know, Lincoln was shot in the theater. Sure. So Lincoln had a secretary whose last name was Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy's secretary, whose last name was Lincoln. That's fucking Warned crazy. him not to go to Dallas. Probably, though, it just means the secretaries are both switched on. And the name thing is just because the name Lincoln and Kennedy are like good stock, political stock. Isn't that Kennedy's thing? They're like, Kennedy's family was well connected at the time of his fucking birth. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I have to say. Okay, whatever. Both were succeeded by Southerners. So the next president after them were both from the South. Okay. Both of their successors were surnamed Johnson. John B. Johnson. No, Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. Yep, Lyndon Johnson and Andrew Johnson oh, in the case okay. of uh, Lincoln. Okay. Andrew Johnson, who succeeded Lincoln, was born in 1808. <laughs> Lyndon Johnson, who succeeded Kennedy, was born in? 1908. Yes, 100 wow. years apart. That's crazy. It's not, well, I just started. John Wilkes Booth, the guy who assassinated Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed Kennedy, was born, I mean, do I have to say it? 1989. 1939. That's, the other guy was that's weird. The fact that they were all born 100 years apart, exactly. That's Both. Crazy. Assassins were known by their three names. Lee, Harvey, Oswald, John, Wilkes, Booth. Okay. Both names have 15 letters. John, Wilkes, Booth, Lee, Harvey, 15. 15, Did their 15. Wives, were their wives born 100 years apart? It doesn't say. We can assume probably. <laughs> I'm going to give it a yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that's a yes from affirmative. Booth, the guy who killed Lincoln, Booth ran from the theater... And was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in a theater. Okay. Booth and Oswald were both assassinated before their trials. Wow. Okay. So that is quite an impressive array of coincidences I've assembled That's here, isn't it? That's good parallels. I mean, what do you think it means? Nothing. I think it's just coincidences. A hundred year thing. Why does that keep That's coming up? That's crazy. You're telling me that you just happen to have the same amount of letters in your what surname you as somebody else? You think it's a government conspiracy? I think it's just, I think it's the symmetry of time in the universe. Oh, like the timelines overlapped. Probably. And so maybe Lincoln. Was Kennedy. John F. Kennedy Ken was Kennedy from a different timeline. Yep. It's an interesting theory. Well, 
I'm sorry to disappoint you. See, now, uh-huh. this would have been better had you been more amazed. Oh. Okay. I was going to just tear it all down, but you just resisted the entire time. Only because of what I researched about coincidences. I feel like I'm tainted against coincidences. Well, a week ago, I would have been like, yeah. it's a simulation. You know what I mean? You're just talking to a different judge. Well, this is the Joe I always wanted to know. Okay. This is the one finally. Here she is. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't mean anything, obviously not. It's bullshit. It's just, it's amazing to me when people's minds are blown by shit like this. It's just honestly like, would have blown my mind like <laughs> I mean, all of these things, right? Like the hundred years apart thing. amazing. It's not. All of these things compounded. It's okay. First of all, a hundred years, like it's an arbitrary number that we've decided is really amazing. If they were born 93 years apart, no one's saying a word about it. But it's it's equally as amazing. Yeah, I mean the fact that they were both a hundred years apart. <laughs> the secretaries are both born a hundred years apart. I mean the inaugurations both one hundred years apart. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of other things too, right? So every you know the the election is held every four years. Mm-hmm. So for example, Lincoln couldn't possibly have been elected president in 1857 or 1858. It's just not. It's not. So I did. I did. Say that you did say that, yeah, yeah. So the fact that like it was there's a limited number of years that you could possibly right. So you're already winnowing it. down like how amazing that coincidence was. Yeah. So also they talk about like okay, so that you, I you know that that assemblage of coincidences. It's like I don't know how many it was like ten, twelve things, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there's literally probably a thousand things that they're different on. Right. You know what I mean? That's like all like, of the oh, different wines, things. Their wines for one. Yeah. So I mean, um, you know, Lincoln yeah. was fifty-six year old, fifty-six when he died. Kennedy was forty-six. Ten years apart. Oh my God, it does mean something. Lincoln was shot in April. Kennedy was assassinated in November. Oh my God, is that six months? Spring, apart? fall, spring, fall, fall, spring. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You can see patterns. <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole thing with most coincidences. Well, with, uh, probably with all coincidences, right? I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to get into some of like the uh, astrophysical or natural world coincidences, but I yeah. just don't have the brains to be able to intelligently Maybe talk that, about like, it. Things like the um, Pythagoras's yeah. golden ratio. Right, yeah, stuff like that. Like that. There's yeah. so there, and there's a lot of things like that. I wanted to do like an ESPN one. Oh yeah, ESPN. ESPN is like brain. Oh okay, yeah. Like you can communicate through brain waves. Right. But I was like, it's not totally coincidences. How is it a coincidence in any fashion at well, all? Well, the idea that like if you're a psychic and you're like, oh, this thing will happen on this oh, day. Oh right, right, that's right. Coincidence, or is it? A lot of that though is the skill of the psychic being yeah, able to read to be people. Able to read read the information given, yeah. Which I think is an impressive, like the people that are really good at it is actually kind of impressive. Yeah, Yeah. but that was, anyway, that was why I ended up doing that, because it's like, it's not really what we're doing. So, yeah, so for example, the both wives lost their children while living in the White House. A lot of women will lose their children. (laughs) Yeah. says, all of Lincoln's children were born before he entered the White House, and the Lincolns actually lost two children. Um, Wait, they were alive and they died, or they were in the womb and they died? I thought it was miscarriages. No, I think actually, I think, um, I think his kids died out outside of the womb. Externally womb. from the womb. External and to the a womb. A womb external death. Yeah, you've you've been. That's horrible. Yeah. That's really horrible. I mean, every. Well, one of them died of tuberculosis. How sad. And then the other one, typhoid. Oh. So JFK and his wife, on the other hand, were um, so they were they were that rare like presidential couple. They were actually still young enough to be having children even after they got to the White House. Because right. all of Lincoln's kids, you know, you know, generally people get there and they're already like in their fifties or whatever yeah. or older. Yeah. You were correct to point out both being shot on a Friday is, is a one in seven chance. Not that amazing. Being shot in the head, I mean, there's only like a couple places on the body where you're going to kill someone right. with a shot, right? To the head or the chest. If you're going to assassinate someone, you'll probably aim for the head. Yeah. 
So the Kennedy, okay, so the secretary thing, right? So Lincoln had a secretary named Kennedy who warned him not to go to the theater. Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln who warned him not to go to Dallas. Those people don't exist. That's just totally made up. Oh. Yeah, like that's just like, it's it's on all of these lists and it's not even that those oh, people are real. Yeah, it's just... You really can write whatever you yeah. want on the internet, can't Yeah, you? you just throw it in with a bunch of other stuff and people will run with it. Uh, what also is interesting to me is like, yeah, what does, like if you were to be impressed by that list of coincidences, what does that mean? Like what does that, what could that possibly yeah, what mean? what does it possibly mean? Right. I mean, timelines crossing. Timelines crossing, the fact that we numerology. Live, we live in a simulation so history is fabricated. They got lazy and they just copy pasted. Right. I guess that's, that's what that would mean, right? right? I don't know. What other significance would it have? This is very similar stories. That's all you would think. Yeah. The cosmic writer of the narrative. Just ran out of plots. Just copy pasted <laughs> and changed right. things. What have you got? Well, in the similar vein to how we just kind of pulled that Lincoln JFK mm. thing apart, mm-hmm. um, I started reading about this mathematician, Joseph Mazur. Okay. Uh, have you, did you read anything about this guy? I've never heard so of him. He's, he's a mathematician, uh, current day, present day mathematician. He wrote a book called Fluke. So his thing is he analyzes coincidences. He tries to put like a, a numerical value on coincidences. Oh, okay. um, so his argument is that when we hear stories of coincidences, we're not actually being told the whole story. Um, what we hear is like the shell or like a walnut shell of the truth or he likens it to like a Russian Troika doll. You know, when you have dolls inside dolls. So what we have to do is understand what is behind the first doll. So like what you just said, you laid out Lincoln and JFK, all these similarities. But once you go past the first Troika doll, you're like, well, you know, how many years were available for inauguration? Right, anyway, right, it makes right. sense for them to be 100 years apart. Um so let me first tell you a story of some crazy fame. Like it's a crazy coincidence. It's a famous story of coincidence. I found it in like a bunch of lists on the internet. Maybe you read it as well. Mm. Um, it's a story about American author Anne Parrish enjoying a holiday in Paris in the nine in 1929. Did no, you read this at all? I didn't read that one. So she's, uh, an American author, Anne Parrish, she was on holiday in Paris in 1929 with her husband, uh, an industrialist, Charles Corliss. Uh, she had a hobby of buying and reading books, books. And so while she was in Paris, she was browsing books in a local bookstore when she found an old copy of her childhood favorite, Jack Frost and Other Stories. She took the book and told her husband how much he liked that book when she was a child. And then she opened the book and found something amazing written in children's handwriting, a child's handwriting in the front. Anne Parrish, 209 North Weber Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado. That's cool. It was her exact copy of the book. Love that. She's an American. She grew up in Colorado. How did her book end up in Paris at a secondhand bookstore while she was there on holiday, right? Right. You'd be like, any normal person would be like, fate. Blown away. Yeah, amazing. Totally Magic. Away. Yeah. Beautiful patterns of the universe. Uh-huh. That's amazing. Um, so what this mathematician, Mazura, says is we need to look at the hidden variable variables. Okay. So he started unpacking the story. Right. Uh, he said, okay, there's some questions. How could that book have made it to France? Mm-hmm. At that particular time. What like, was the how year? did it even, 1929, okay. how did the book even get from America to France? Well, it turns out Anne Parrish wasn't just some random person from like a random town. Her mum was friends with a famous Impressionist painter, Mary Cassatt, who had actually moved to Paris. Okay. So that's how it could have ended up in Paris is with her mother's friend. It's not that many degrees of separation. So her mom's friend stole the book from Her mom's friend moved to Paris. We know objectively for a fact her mom's friend moved to Paris. How did she get a hold of the book? We don't know that. Stole it. Right. Perhaps. Maybe. Uh, But the point is that's one way the book could have gotten to Paris. It's not like this amazing miracle that that book ended up in Paris. That's one very reasonable explanation of it ending up in Paris. No, no, I'm serious. So why, oh. why, why would her mom's friend have that book, though? Like, that's not a thing Maybe that... Maybe her mom's friend gave it to her 
saying she's finished reading this. You take it. Take the book. Yeah, you maybe. Take this kid's book. Yeah. Jack Frost. Or maybe you got packed in a suitcase by accident. She visited the house one time, we got packed in a suitcase and ended up in Paris with her. The point is, that's one reasonable explanation for the book. Wouldn't you, though, if you discovered that book in your luggage when you got to Paris, you would be like, oh, this Shit, is. This is my, my best friend's, friend's daughter's favorite yeah. book. Yeah, yes. Get on the Interesting point. Column. Interesting point. Not the point, though. <laughs> uh, also, Anne Parrish's husband, Charles Collis, Charles Collis mm. is important. He was a wealthy industrialist and meant that Anne could holiday in France. Base level, just that her being in France was not a crazy coincidence. She was married to a wealthy man mm-hmm. and they would visit Paris regularly, right? They, they could afford to do it and Paris was a common destination in, so you in think, the US. Okay. So what you it's say- not like she was in fucking Marrakesh and she found the book. Right. She was in Paris. She's a rich American woman in 1929. The fact that she was in Paris to begin with was not that crazy. I agree. But, I mean, that's not really why that story is amazing, though. No, but these are all the different Troika dolls, right? These are all the different variables yeah. that ha- all the different variables that ha- had to have been true for this to have happened. Um, at the same time, Mary Cassatt, the painter, died three years before their holiday to Paris, oh. meaning her estate was probably liquidated, right. which meant that that book that could have been in Mary's possession would have hit the market right. at that time. Right. Uh, at the same time, we're talking about English books in Paris. Mm. There are not that many options. Not many stalls are going to be carrying English mm-hmm. books. So, uh, so Anne Parrish ended up at one of the few places that was selling right. English books at the time. Right. Um, and on top of that, uh, Anne was a children's author herself. So the fact that she looked in the children's section when browsing mm-hmm, books mm-hmm. is not that strange. Uh, so with all of these facts in mind, right. Mazur made some estimates, some mathemata- mathematical estimates. Uh, how likely was it that Anne would go to Paris in 1929? He says it's about 0.1 or one to a 10 to 1 chance. Okay. He went and he looked up her actual travel records and it said that Anne and Charles went to Paris every two years like clockwork. Oh, okay. Wasn't that crazy right, that right. she was in Paris at the time? Ten to one chance. The likelihood of her visiting bookstores while she was there. Well, she was an author on a holiday. Not that weird that she was visiting bookstores. So right. one in three chance that mm. she would have gone to a bookstore while she was in Paris. The likelihood of that particular book being in one of the stalls that she visited, that one's a bit of a smaller chance, about 0.01 or a hundred to one chance. So altogether, the odds of her finding that particular book, mathematically speaking, were about 3,331 to one. Okay. Making it more likely than getting four in a row in poker. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, But at the end of the day, these are human stories and Mm -hmm. these are very approximate numbers. Um, Basically. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of these numbers are... He's just fucking pulling them yeah. out. He's making it up. Um, what Missouri says is like these Troika <laughs> dolls that we're talking about mm. go deep. There's like almost infinite yeah, yeah. variables or something like that. Because you're right. Maybe that's not how the book ended up in Paris. What were the chances? It'd even, be fun to explore What are the chances other... of her even getting that book, that book in the first place? Right, right. So. I, I'm being skeptical, but I actually 100% agree with all this. I, I don't right. really, I'm not blown away by coincidences. Okay. Good for you. I feel like I I genuinely saw a little bit of magic in the world and yeah. then I did some research for this week's topic and I was like, uh. yeah, <laughs> it's true. The world is a blander place yeah. than I thought it was. You're right. I was like, I can't argue with, against no. it. That makes no. sense. It makes sense. But the world is still amazing. Yeah. Of course. Don't, don't, don't give up just yet, Joe. I'm not. Stop acting. <laughs> you know, there's still, there's still a lot of wonder out there, okay? You're too young to be this jaded. Come on. Come on. Rally. Unjade yourself. Unjade <laughs> D- yourself. DJ. DJ. <laughs> Do you know that if you uh, shuffle a deck of cards, yeah. there's every chance in the world that that configuration of the cards in that order has never existed and will never exist again? Yep. 
Nope, don't, I've don't heard doubt it, that, just accept it. No, I've heard it before, but I don't think that's true. It is, though. It's only 52 to the power of 52, 52 times. That's a lot. That's a huge yeah, number. Yeah, but fucking, there are so many people in the world shuffling decks of cards. I know. No, I just believe it. I, I, <laughs> that's amazing. Come on. I think it makes sense that there's only so many combinations of, you I know. I mean, there's a finite number of combinations, yes. obviously. Yes. But that number is so incredibly large that if you had a team of people shuffling decks, if that's all that they were doing, morning to night, they would, the same configuration, it would take longer than the age of the universe to hit that, that Is configuration. that true? It's, it's apparently well, true. Well, if that's the case, then fine, I believe it. It's apparently true. It's if a it's huge longer number. it's the age of the universe, but I also think 7 billion people on the planet. How many of them are shuffling? Decks of, God, decks of cards are pretty universal. They don't... It's not language. How many people it's right people now? People in Korea play with cards. I understand. People in the southern tip of Argentina play with cards. I mean, obviously, I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, what is it? So it would be 52 to the power of 52? Is that how the math works out on that? 52 times. 52 to the power of 52. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. I don't know either. It sounds like it makes sense. I just, it's just making me sweaty. Okay, well, it's a big number. I'm, I'm sure it's a big number. Now, that is a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for tuning in, guys. This week has been Coincidai. Coincidai. Uh, let's finish <clears throat> off with some Mexican cups. I was going to do one. I'm not, I won't do the full thing. It is crazy, though. So this woman, um, she grew up in a house full of clowns. And by that, I mean paintings and sculptures. Yeah. Okay. So her childhood was just dominated by clown paintings, little Weird. clown figurines. They had a special room called the circus room that was just solely devoted to that. Okay, so that's where she grew up. And then when she became a teenager, she got really into art and she started painting clowns. Not weird. Right, that's not weird. Um, and then she got married, moved out of her hometown, and lived. She you know, lived her life. She did not. The clown thing was over and done with. Okay, this was this was the thing from her childhood and her teens. Um, and then one day, you know, decade or so into her marriage, uh, she opens the front door, and there's a clown there, big, you know, orange wig, big bulbous nose, and the clown's holding like a bouquet of flowers and a balloon. The balloon says, like, you're the greatest. And then uh, the clown hands her the stuff, like the balloon and the bouquet of flowers. And then the clown takes out a gun and shoots <gasps> her in the face. <gasps> and then, because, like, this happened, like, while her family was oh, in the house. Oh, holy shit. So then the witnesses, her kids and her husband, reported that then the clown, like, calmly walked to this, like, white Cadillac, got in the car and drove away. Right? What the f- so then, like, the police investigated. They found the car a couple days later, just abandoned somewhere. Um, did not, ever, didn't find the killer. Didn't find the killer clown, right? Fuck. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's the end of the story? No. It's just the, the little platform yes. that we can rest at. And then what? And have, then a, what? have a sip of water before we continue and then what? our and then what? journey. What? It's then amazing, what? though, right? Yes. What happens next? So then it turns out that actually... Um, Okay, so then the husband uh, remarried this lady. Right, to so um, an assassin. Hmm? <laughs> That's always what happens. Yeah, it, it turned out that, that uh, the, hus- the husband's new wife was the one that killed. The husband the- didn't know about it? No, he did. Oh, the husband's new wife was the clown. The husband's new wife was the clown. But here's the weird thing. The husband's new wife, who was the clown, had no idea that this woman grew up around clowns. Right. That is a coincidence. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah. Like, so the, that woman had no... There wasn't like, oh, you love clowns? I'm going to dress up like a clown yeah, and shoot and you in the you. face. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know... That's weird. That is sufficiently fucking weird. Yeah. Okay, let's go. All right, we're going to finish with story. a little round of Mexican cups. I probably cups. should have spent the whole episode talking about that story, to be honest, because our two things are just slamming coincidences. <laughs> right, there was no sense That in one it. is like, what's the Troika doll in that story? Like, what else could she have dressed up as? What are the odds that she could have <laughs> right, dressed yeah. as a clown? I don't know. I mean, 100 years apart, Lincoln Kennedy. <laughs> Oof. 
Think about it. Think about it. Use your brain, sheeple. I really thought you were going to be blown away by all that. I was looking so <laughs> forward to just dismantling it all. Sorry, bitch. I was doing my own Damn research. it. Damn it. Well, okay, hold on a second. Because literally everything in the past led me to believe that you would have been amazed by yes. that. Yes. You believe that you. the moon was fake. Silly. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I... Yeah, I'm telling you that me yesterday probably would have loved that Damn story. it. All right. I'm not going to move these anymore other than perhaps to switch them. Okay. This is yours. This is mine. All right. The Returning time has come. to Mexican cups. Okay, the time has switch come. Switch or keep. Switch or keep. You claim to have the thing. I have the thing. Yeah. You feel like it's a thing that you'd want right now, though? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That checks out, doesn't it? If I switch this and I get the thing, I'm going to keep the thing. Fine. Is that going to bum you out? Um, I would be surprised because I genuinely think it's like you don't want it. I, oh, really? I really think you want me to have it. Oh, really? Why, why, do, why do you think I don't want it? Just because of the nature of what it is. Oh, yeah? You, you think that's the kind of thing that I don't want? Yeah. Based on what? Like what leads you to think that? Size, shape, length. <laughs> So the, the size, the shape, and the length, they're all displeasing to me. Yeah. Okay. You don't have it. No. Right? So now you're going to give it to me. If you think that I don't have it. Fuck. This game is really a lot more complicated than so it seems. Brian just swapped it with me. Well, I'm going to swap back. I'm going to swap back. You don't have it. You don't have it. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Get the thing. All right, good job, though. What is it? Choco date. Chocolate date almond coconut. They're very good. Yeah, it looks delicious. All right, well, congrats. It looks like something you also would want. Yeah, I love those things. We're going to split it. No, we're not. You can't. You can't. It's got an almond in the middle. It's impossible to split. Well, I'll have the bit with the almond in it. Get the book. God damn it. Another dark chapter in Mexican cups. <laughs> Love this game. Yeah, I'm sure you do. All right, well, while Joe does that, I'll just, I'll do the outro. I'll do it. Um, this has been Sugar Facts. Season 2, episode 11, but also episode 50. <laughs> and that's the facts. I can't find it. Oh, shit. Let me see it. I can find it. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great time, and by coincidence, we will also have a great time. Unpack that. Unpack that. What does it mean? Thanks for listening. See ya. Come back and see us again. You're welcome. Remember. Like us in real life. And share us amongst your friends. And keep listening, though. Really, that's the thing I want to... I cannot stress that enough. Don't give up on us yet. We're still going and so will you. We promise to be better in the future. Every episode we try harder and harder. It took us 50 tries just to even get this. Just to give you this. Yeah.